So today is uh, 7-27, or July 27, 2019. Coming at you with today's episode, fucking at the fucking conclusion of this not fair shit, 2019. Uh, 2019 not fair, fucking slipknot. Pretty much just slipknot because I don't didn't I don't fuck with anybody else. Now let me run down here. I I showed up about. 7.30, but I actually was in line on the freeway at about 6 o'clock. I took about an hour to park and about 30 minutes to walk up in. In Now, at 7.30, I'm assuming Gojira was playing, which isn't a bad thing. There ain't nothing wrong with Gojira. Well, actually, I just don't listen to them, so it's, that's just what it is. I don't listen too much random metal anymore unless I see it for sound. It's the first time I seen Gojira. But I pulled up and Gojira was playing. Um caught like four songs maybe. None of which I know and I can't tell you if it was good or not because I wasn't paying attention. Um at the conclusion of Gojira, I made my way to the bathroom. So I was like, well, I'm going to take a piss right now. I'll get that out the way. While the crowd is still falling in and while it's not as busy as it would be before Slipknot, per se. Well, I took a piss. Then I was like, all right. I worked up a little sweat hiking up the little hill. Just a little sweat. Just enough to be like, wow, you know, I need to dab my forehead. So I was like, okay, well. Let me go get some fucking water. Water, uh, $4 a bottle, which isn't a bad price. It's where it is, what it is everywhere else. Um, <clears throat> yeah, $4 a bottle. Then Volbeat started to play. Now, I don't know where to start with that band. Uh, a while ago... Some friends of mine were like, yo, Volby, oh my god, they they play some dope shit. And I was thinking like, well, it could be like they could be like Kill Switch Engage, or they could be like so many other bands, like, well, you know. But they're totally not. They're totally they remind me of like a Godsmack. Or like an Incubus almost. The they have okay guitar riffs they have a sprinkling of heavy metal to them but to me it's more just like anthem rock which is probably why a lot of people like them because in a closed venue i mean they would be boring as shit i I believe In in a venue where it's smaller and the crowd is smaller but in a big venue you know a lot of metal hits 
don't mind that Anthem Rock shit, like, fucking ACDC and shit like that. Now, to me, that Volby reminds me too heavily of ACDC, although ACDC probably has way better songs, and that's... I'm not even... I don't even want to compare it, but they got the similar style of sound. But they're nowhere near... Nowhere near ACDC. I wouldn't even say they're nowhere near Godsmack, but... Volby played, and they played for a hot minute, man. I would say they played for like 45 minutes, almost an hour. Seemingly never ended. And I was like, shit, like, fuck. The sun had already set. Mind you, when I rolled up today, the temp was at 103 on the freeway. But actually, when I started walking up, the... I guess at about 7.30. Um, the, there was a little slight breeze. So that knocked off like 10 degrees. And then it didn't take long for the sun to set. The sun set behind the mountains that are in San Bernardino right there by like 8. And I was only in the sun like 30 minutes, if that. I mean, it was, and then it immediately cooled off. So I showed up bright in time, great, great time. Like, I was like, yes, like, you know, perfect. Like, it's not stupid hot. And I actually brought a sweater because I was like, well, you know. Um, pretty much, you know, pretty much I was like, well, it's not hot. It's not 100 degrees. It was probably like 80 which ain't a bad deal for a concert. And it's right now, it's 82. This shit just ended. And actually, for whatever reason, I'm out this motherfucker fast. I'm out like shit. Like, I'm almost about ready to get in the freeway. The last time, well, okay, here's a couple of factors that led into this. And I tweeted this. And now that I've come to the Glen Helen Amphitheater Pavilion, whatever, San Manuel bullshit, San Bernardino on Devore. I've now come to two shows within, like, a couple of months of each other, six to eight months, which isn't a bad thing, but now I have some comparison notes. Um, Firstly, I'd like to compare the size difference in between... in between Slipknot and System of Down... A Slipknot, I want to say about, probably, I mean, and it's not even, no, not, but a Slipknot probably 30 to 50% less people volume than when I came to see System. The System of Down was so jam-packed. And it was sold out. Now, like I said before, on that podcast, I didn't know it was possible to sell out uh, the Glen Helen Amphitheater. I thought it was like one of those things like they could just fit like 200,000 people and it would be like, that would be full, but they weren't sold out. Like they could still give you tickets. But they were sold out. Now, this office was nowhere near sold out. Um, like I said about 30%, a solid 30%, if not around 50%, less head volume than, 
And that's not, that's not, like I said, it's not no knock to Slipknot. That's just, to me, that is just the mighty marketability of System of a Down. There's a lot more, I don't even know how to say what System of a Down. There's a lot more main commercial rock, but they're heavy. Uh, but Slipknot, to me, is the better band. But they, there was less people. And there's no reason why this this bitch couldn't have been sold out. It's just, I guess that's just what the, that's just the turnout that comes for Slipknot is maybe 30% less than System of a Down. Now, before I even continue on right there, the parking situation, as in case last year's parking situation was atrocious. Like, every nook and cranny was full. Today was not. I got... I parked relatively quicker, and I've gotten out relatively, no, a lot quicker, um, just, just how it is, I don't know, like, like, I'm almost home, now, this, this event, this venue is, like, 10 minutes from my house, if they had better shows, um, I would come here a hell of a lot more often, because the last time, this is far, this is, like, double the distance of the last house, but it's like, this is, San Bernardino is right next door to Fontana, which is not far. Um, but yeah, like, I, I'm almost, like, half the way. The half the battle was getting out when, and I got out quick, like I said, I just got out quick right now, like, I'm already on the freeway. But, either way, uh, Moby, now that I've seen them live, I've seen them live, but I've heard them before, and I was like, not trying to, I try to keep an open mind, but, bro, they're boring as fuck, I'm gonna put that out there, I mean, if you like Moby, and you like mellow rock, and just party rock, I guess they're cool, I mean, I, if I had to, if I had to go to work at an army job, and I had to get stuck listening to, like, Justin Bieber and, um, you know, Ariana Grande, Ed Sheeran, and Taylor Swift all day. That was my... Volby would sound really good to be sprinkled in there. And they probably would fit because they don't play, like, aggressively hard rock. It's not heavy metal. They just play, like, rock. Like, an adult version of Fall Out Boy, so to speak. That would be like, yeah, dude, Bowie's fucking badass, because they played, you know, whatever. You get my fucking point. If that was the case, Bowie would be dope. But it was, it's not the case. We both know this is not the case. We all know it's not the case. So they seemingly played forever, and uh, they concluded with, I swore to God, they were concluded with the Terminator, which was kind of cool. I was like, that's your outro, is like the Terminator song. That's a fucking outro. That is an out-fucking-tro. Um, but then I, I knew, you know, you know what time it is. I know what time it is. On this farewell mosh journey that I'm on, I'm counting down the big bands that I want to see. I'm counting them down slowly. I'm seeing everybody meaningfully now, you know. 
getting a little video in, getting my moshes in, getting my singings in, seeing this shit, you know, because sooner or later this shit's gonna stop. I got hit in the head again, although it wasn't that bad. Like, just right up in my eye a little bit. It actually wasn't even a hit. I think it just bumped somebody's elbow. Bumped me. Um, but yeah, like, there's a little fair. I mean, I listened to Slipknot earlier this week. I listened to uh, Slipknot, Slipknot, like, Monday or Tuesday. I was like, fuck. Like, I knew it was approaching. And I was like, I'm ready for anything to happen. I'm ready for Slipknot to happen. I was like, okay, well, it's been a long time. I mean, I don't even remember the last time I actually seen Slipknot. It's been a minute because I refuse to go see them with certain bands in bands that I don't feel like it's not worth it. And to be honest, this show, I mean, I didn't see Behemoth. I didn't show up that early. Uh, was it worth it? Mm, no, I mean, I'm glad I, I shelled out 50 bucks to see Slipknot. Didn't shell out 50 bucks to see Bobby, Gojira, or Behemoth. Like, I just didn't. Just not what I came to see. Now, I'm glad to fork over 50 bucks for something. Like I said, I haven't seen him in a long time. Um, yeah, and I don't even remember the last time. I mean, it's been fun. Maybe when Auspice was still going strong. Um, but then they did some tours in between. Like, Slipknot comes around once a year. If that. Um, sometimes they don't come, they come around every year and a half, 18 months. But I have selectively decided not to come to not fests like the last several years because I just don't feel as if $100 was worth it even to see like a whole day's worth of music. I didn't feel that the lineups were actually. There was only like one year where I felt the lineup was actually decent. It was only one year. It couldn't have been more than one year. To me, they just the lineups haven't been subpar. Um, I don't know the politics and the gathering up the bands. You know. But there was a year, Emir, Devil Driver, I think Whitechapel, 18 Visions played. Like, that was, like, the best year. But Emir, Whitechapel, Devil Driver all played in the morning. 18 Visions played at, like, noon. And then I was going to be stuck listening to fucking, I don't know, some of the most atrocious fucking music known to heavy metal universe. Um... Yeah, just couldn't do it. And then I was—I didn't want to get the two-day pass because Nafest originally was in two days. Um, credit to Ozzy. Ozzy somehow pulled those shows off in a one-day affairs with like 20 bands, maybe 25 bands. Um, I don't know how he did it, 
I don't know why it can't be done anymore. Uh, Slipknot has now taken over those responsibilities in making Knotfest. But, you know. But anyways, jumping back to reality here. I, it's been a minute since I've seen Slipknot. And I kind of was like, okay, I'm going to make this happen this year because... Uh, just the dings in the fucking, the kinks in the body is just not, it just can't keep taking the punishment that I've been giving it in this aspect. I plan on abusing my body, you know, working out wise, you know, being physically active, yes, swimming, working out, you know, working out muscles, but I just can't be getting hit in the head. I just can't be doing them that shit. So on this farewell tour, yeah, I kind of made it a note that, yeah, I wanted to see Slipknot. Um, there had been some time. Now, I plan on seeing Slipknot again. I mean, it just may be another year or two, you know, whenever it is. It, it, things line up. Maybe they play with some better bands in two years from now, three years from now, whatever. Um, I feel as if, you know, this was a good time to step back into the Slipknot mix. I just got... I just went to go see System of a Down. It was, you know, last year or, no, was it? The, I think it was this year. No, no, no. What was it? It was October-ish last year. Don't remember. I can't hardly remember even the event. I know it was raining, so I don't know. It could have been this year. Uh, but <sighs> that was the first time I had stepped back into Glen Helen in quite some time. Uh, the venue itself is massive. Parking is atrocious. The hike up to it, unbearable. But it is, to me, one of the better venues in the fact that you're not crowded, like, for space. You can go all the way to the top of the lawn and just kick it, and you still hear the music pretty good. You can actually see, too. Um... The bigger bands play there often, you know. Bigger bands, you know, they, that's just where they go. Like Slipknot, Korn, Marilyn Manson, you know, the big metal bands. Uh, that's where they play. That's like their little home. That, Inglewood, I mean, there's some places. Uh, but yeah, uh, I stepped back into that venue and I felt like... Last time I was seeing, so I was like, well, okay, this is doable, you know. This is totally doable again, like. So, Slipknot got announced, like, a couple months back that they were doing office. And, and again, I almost was not going to come. Like, I just couldn't get over this lineup. It was not great in my eyes. It's just not great. Um, but, you know, I said, okay, whatever. I'm going to get a ticket and come. And, you know what? It was a good decision. Very good decision. Uh, I got to check Slipknot off the list of bands that I want to see before fucking Break a Femur or some bullshit or fucking Puncture a Rib, Puncture a Lung and cause some serious damage to myself. So yeah, I was like, okay, I'm in. And I got my ticket like about a month ago. I went ahead and bought a ticket and I was like, okay, well, damn. Just got to wait for the day to arrive. Today was the day. Today arrived. Uh, yeah, Volbeat ended. 
you know, you know what time it is. Fucking game time. Slipknot, as I've mentioned in the past, has one of the more, to me, one of the more influential heavy metal bands. Maybe of all, not of all time, but one of the one of the more influential bands of all time. One of the more. I mean, they're probably gonna go down, you know, when I'm like 60 years old. It's one of those bands that people still talking about. Slipknot, Slipknot in Iowa. Like then that man will never escape those two albums. Uh, All Hope Is Gone, Volume Three, and Really Great Chapter, and whatever it is they're coming out with now. Possibly, you know, they don't get talked about. But nobody will never not. It doesn't matter what genre of music you listen to. Doesn't matter who you are. He's uh, Corey Taylor's right. You know, it doesn't matter who you are. You know, Slipknot, Slipknot, and Slipknot Iowa are albums that are quintessential to fucking everything. Like. I don't care if you listen to all hardcore, you're going to have that album. I don't care if you listen to nothing but Jen or D-Jen or whatever the fuck, you're going to have those albums. I don't give a fuck if you listen to nothing but fucking dubstep, you know, you're going to have those albums. I don't fucking care if you listen to, like, pop rock, you know, you probably will have listened to I.O. or something else, or somebody you know will be like, yo, this album is really good. Like, that's just the way it is. Um, much like Master Puppets, much like, you know, uh, you know, you, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be one of those albums. Like, uh, maybe, you know, like Angel of Death by Slayer could be, I want to say, Vulgar Display of Power by Pantera or Cowboys from Hell. Um, you've listened to those albums, or you know, like, a song or two from them, like, it's just the way it is, um, so, yeah, like, it's been 20 years, uh, Corey Taylor also said that, that it had been 20 years since they've been coming over to California, which, to me, I am very familiar with the first 10 to 12 years. Uh, Tattoo the Earth for me was like back in 99. It's 2019. Uh, The ensuing like four or five Ozfest right after the Hat Slipknot. Um, I went to go see them in San Diego randomly. When Volume 3 came out, Volume 3 was already like six or seven years into their fucking. maybe like eight or nine years into their fucking discography, into their career. Like I said, I've only not have paid attention in the last five or six years, seven years maybe, where I felt like there's a huge disconnect in those big bands. There's a huge disconnect in the big bands. They come around once a year. They play these big-ass venues where they're not up close and personal. And it's just like these big venues, to me, there's a, there's a total disconnection between the band and you. There just is. There's a sea of people. 
and they're way over there and they're playing loud. I mean, you can hear it, but there's a little bit of a disconnect. And then Slipknot isn't one of these bands to like tour during the summer and then do a fall tour. Uh, they're older now, obviously 20 years later is a long motherfucking time. They're not going to fucking do like two tours a year. They're not going to do, it's not like the olden days where you had a spring tour, a summer tour, and then maybe a late run tour end of the year. That's not how bands operate anymore, especially these bigger bands. Um, but yeah, it had been 20 years. Uh, I can remember being a kid 20 years ago, man. I was like fucking 12, 13 years old, you know, 14 years old in high school, man. I mean, 20 fucking years ago, I was fucking came across fucking sip, not sip, not like 20 fucking years ago. That's insane. It's insanity to me to believe that like fucking 20 fucking years ago, I was somewhere in fucking San Bernardino or fucking Fontana or fucking Ontario or Rialto or Colton fucking bumping these motherfuckers like in my car or just in my fucking Walkman. So yeah, I can pay my due respects. Uh, It's a long fucking journey, you know, for a band. A long journey for, it's two decades the whole fucking generation that is slipped not out of it, like, crazy. It's gonna be that's fucking mind-blowing. Um, but yeah, they fucking open up with the intro to Iowa. Um, I don't know the fucking name. I don't know the numbers to the song. Um, I just know how it goes. And went right into people equal shit. Fucking amazing, man. I haven't heard... I, haven't heard, I actually... They didn't play a bad set. They they played a 9 out of 10. They could, I think they, they could have tweaked it a little bit. Um... But, I mean, every song that they played, I pretty much do. The only ones that I don't know... Are this newer shit that's coming out? They play both new songs that uh, they came out with. Um, I don't even know the names of them, but I've heard them, and I know every time Slipknot drops a single, I take a listen to it because they kind of see where they're at. Uh, they actually play "The Devil and I," which I don't like that song personally on on the Great Chapter. And I actually told my brother this the other day on another podcast. I was like, "Look." I've listened to The Great Chapter now like about five to ten times through, maybe seven times. I only like like two songs or three songs on there. Custer is one of my... Oh, it's like... I look forward to listening to that song on The Great Chapter because I'm like, that one reminds me of everything Slipknot was and is. Like, just, just just fucking wild, fucking heavy, fucking fast, fucking crazy, fucking... It just is like, it just to me, it reminds me, like, of what I was listening to back in the day. Now, I get they can't fucking... Well, I mean, I get bands need to sprinkle in music, music, and they need to have singing, and they need to do... Have a mass appeal to them, and I get Slipknot does that. 
and still maintain a really heavy aspect to their songs. But Custer is a straight up, it's a fight song. Um, they played that, and I was very, very much pleased with that. Because I was like, fuck, it's one of the newer songs that I actually really, really like um, from them. And like I said, I've listened to The Great Chapter several times through. Um, they played like, they played The Devil and I. They played uh, Psychosocial. Uh, Duality. They played Vermilion. Disaster Piece. Sick. Prosthetic. Did I say Vermilion already? I think I did. Um, Spit It Out. They played, They ended with Spit It Out and followed right up by Surfacing, which was phenomenal. Uh, what else did they fucking play, man? Damn. I can't. I'm fucking drawing blanks. <laughs> uh, they played the two new songs that they came out with. We Are Not Your Kind, and I don't even know the name of the other one. And then, I know they played like three or four songs that I'm fucking totally, oh, uh, Get This or Die, which was, to me, random as fuck, man, like, talk about, Get This or Die, to me, it, Custer is like, the grown up version of Get This or Die. Um, that's just how, that's just what it is. Get This or Die and Custer are like two songs, two halves of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's like, you know what I mean? The, phenomenal songs. Those are phenomenally well built songs. Um, yeah, man. They play very, very well. I mean, you know, you don't know what to expect. You know, and I touched on this briefly in the last... I don't... I don't. I no longer listen to heavy metal, rolling up to heavy metal affairs anymore. It's been two or three years. I just don't. Just something about... Even if you're like if you're gonna go see Metallica, or you're gonna go see Seven you're gonna go see Pantera, or you're gonna go see, well maybe you can't see Pantera, or you're gonna go see Devil Driver, or you're gonna go see Whitechapel, or any band out there, right? Why would you roll up bumping? Let's say you're gonna go watch Whitechapel. Whitechapel's a big, a little, a little biggie metal band, or Cradle of Filth, you know, one of those two bands. You're rolling up to Whitechapel. You're going to fucking see Whitechapel. Why would you bump and fucking headbang the fuck out of, like, Haybreed? Or be playing Slipknot? Like, that's not who you're seeing. Like, there's no point to it. You're going to go see Whitechapel. Why are you... And I get it. You're with your buddies and everybody's like, yo, throw on that new fucking song by so-and-so, like... You know, let's listen to that new Knock Loose shit, or let's listen to some fucking, that new fucking uh, Sanction album, but you're rolling up to Whitechapel. I mean, it kind of is like, why? Like, kind of like, um, no, like, we're that's not who we're seeing. 
I'll be I'll listen to that shit on my own time. And then when if I really, really like them and we're still talking about them, we're discussing the fucking breakdown in a certain song or how fucking badass the album is. When it comes time to see them, we'll we'll roll. Um Yeah, so I don't even listen to sideways metal music rolling up to and you rolling up to metal shows or any show in general. Then you take into account okay, why would you fucking listen to Slipknot before you see Slipknot? Like, you know what I mean? To me, it's kind of like you're doing yourself a, dis- a disservice. Listening to to a band be- moments before you actually go see the band, you're doing it a disservice. And I, I feel that way because You're taking away the experience of your for yourself. Like the band is gonna play what the band is going to play. And if you cleanse your palate, like I listen like I said, I listened to Slipknot earlier this week, like Monday or Tuesday. But as as a case, I put them down, I shelve it, and I just wait. Like it's been like three or four days. Got to today. And again, I was like, okay, I know every single song from Slipknot. I know it by heart. And every lyric, and I can sing along from every single song from Slipknot, Slipknot, Iowa, Volume 3. There's only All Hope Is Gone is the only album I don't really listen to. But I've heard Psychosocial and uh, the other slow one on there. I can't think of the snuff. I've heard those songs like 100 times. I just have, I just, I just couldn't get into the album. And then, like I said, I've listened to The Great Chapter several times. I only like a few songs. So, I pretty much know all the songs. If you listen to them before you get even get in, the surprise element... In the fucking like, oh shit, they're fucking playing this fucking song that you know, but not everybody else knows, like Metabolic or fucking any number of other songs. You would be like, you're taking the surprise away from because you just were fucking sitting in your car bumping it, like leading up to it. Like, no, don't do that. Like, I got a big gripe of motherfuckers demanding to know set lists before a band even fucking plays. Like, go to the fucking show and fucking just watch. Don't listen to fucking heavy metal. Don't even listen to that band. It's like, it's those same motherfuckers who, who do that are the same motherfuckers who like, what did you get me for Christmas? Like, motherfucker, it's a present. First of all, you know Christmas is coming, so relax. You don't need to fucking know what you got for Christmas. Don't be bugging. Just whatever it is you get, if you get fucking 10 socks, or if you get a key to a new car, everything is a surprise. Somebody thought it through and said, okay, this is what we're delivering you for the show, or this is what we're going to put together for you for your birthday or for Christmas. Don't fuck it up by fucking 
demanding the set list or going to YouTube and seeing the sh- the shows that they've been playing two or three days before to give a grasp of their songs. Like, let this shit hit you live. That's the point of fucking concerts. So, yeah, uh, you know, I I cleanse the palate, listen to nothing but fucking, I don't even know what I was listening to before, fucking <laughs> hollow notes or some bullshit. Um, yeah, but sitting that play phenomenal, man. I mean, like I said, I knew most of the songs, uh, great, great fucking evening. Got my mosh in, fucking heavy, you know. I still can do that. I still can mosh. And honestly, I could probably mosh up and until my 40s, maybe my fucking early 50s. I mean, do I want to? No. But I probably could. I can do it at a high level. Um, I do it at a high level. And fucking, you know... I'm not scared of it, like anything really happening to me. But I just gonna choose to just stop doing it. But anyways, um, yeah, Slipknot played phenomenal, man. I mean, they opened up, like I said, they opened up with people equal shit. Uh, in riding the sick, in riding to get this or die. I mean, like a phenomenal, fucking phenomenal three song lineup like that's just that's fucking blowing my mind right now like now if I if somebody would have told me when I was fucking 20 years ago hey man in 20 years they're gonna fucking play at a show that you go to fucking people equal shit sick and get this or die to open I would have been like dude they're trying to fucking kill people, like, they're trying to fucking hurt you, like, those songs are monstrous, like, if that was, like, 15, 20 years ago, if I tried to tell you this right now, that they open with that, you know, you should be like, bro, that's a hell of a fucking 10 to 12 minute of music, that is just fucking wretched, and I don't even know how the fuck, what fucking verb you can throw at it, fucking wretched, fucking grimy, fucking dirty, fucking dingy, fucking colossal, fucking, that's a hell of a fucking, a fucking, that's a hell of a, like, we're Slipknot, this is what we are, boom, like, it's a hell of a fucking, a fucking opening of a set. You know, and I don't, like I said, I've lost track of the songs afterwards. I know they played Disaster Piece in there somewhere. Um, Cycle Social somewhere in there. The Devil and I somewhere in there. Vermilion, Prosthetic. Uh, I know I'm fucking missing songs, man. I'm fucking totally missing some songs in there. Uh, we Are Not Your Kind. Fucking the other new one. Um... I'm missing like I'm missing like four songs. I'm like not sure. Not that I don't know, but I just don't remember what the fuck was listening to. Duality. Before I forget, they played before I forget, and there that's another one. Um, 
surfacing spit it out. Damn, I don't fucking even remember. <laughs> Custer. I want to say they played about 15 songs, which was great. But that's all at random, all at different times. And I think, you know, don't do yourself a disservice and listen to shit. To me, the shit hits me pure. It's hitting me pure. These fucking sets being the way I'm approaching them now. It's just a pure, it's a pure hit. It's the purest form. It's the way metal is supposed to be. The way it used to be back in the day. You fucking listen to the albums at home because the fucking cars didn't come with fucking, you know, CDs. They had tapes or fucking 8-tracks. But not everybody could afford that bullshit. So your homies would say, yo, this Aerosmith shit is dope. Banging at fucking... You know, on the radio, you hear them on the radio, or you fucking bang in at your house, and then they say, "Yo, the fucking Aerosmith's gonna fucking come rolling out, or fucking ACDC gonna come rolling out to Inglewood, or fucking the Forum, or wherever the fuck. Let's go get a ticket." And just like in the old days, you go and you just experience it, like, "Yo, I gotta see this shit live." You got to do the same thing now because I think it takes away, you're taking away from it if you fucking do the most. Start YouTubing shit, bumping the shit in your car moments before you walk in. It's not not the fucking move, yo. But yeah, Slipknot played well. I'm here at my house. I've been at my house now for about 15 minutes just chatting with you guys about that shit. Um, It's, to me, it's totally crazy that I've been listening to Slipknot for 20 years. It doesn't seem like it. It doesn't seem like that band is that fucking old. It doesn't feel like 20 fucking years. I don't know. I'm no fucking physicist. But I can tell you. It doesn't fucking feel like. 20 years ago. I can't rewind the clock. Fucking. I was. Around about where I'm at right now, fucking bumping fucking people equal shit. Fuck, I fucking it's fucking it's a trip. It's fucking plain blowing my motherfucking mind. It's blowing me, blowing my mind away. Twenty fucking years. That band is a little bit older than twenty years because Mate Feed Kill Repeat was before that, but I think that was before Corey. Uh. Yeah, there was a... It's a long fucking time to be listening to. Any fucking particular band. You know, one of, they're one of the fucking longest. I think I listened to Korn longer than them. Um, and hopefully I can score a fucking ticket to see Korn with fucking... I think it's Alice Cooper or some bullshit. I think I got, I think I got somebody to go with me. Fucking crazy. That's coming down the pipe. There's, um, this is the last show that I have on docket for right now. Um, I have on radar, corn, wage wars coming through the glass house, which I'm really excited about in October. Uh, I think we're going to, I think I'm going to go see Emir as I lay dying and after the burial in Las Vegas, 
November. And then I got the only other one that I got even eyeballing is Knock Loose in Anaheim. Um, the only reason I haven't pulled the trigger on Knock Loose is because Knock Loose is playing with fans that I don't know who they are. And like, I don't want to be standing there for like four bands that I don't know, or three bands, I don't know who they are. I mean, it might be good. I might discover the next great band that I'm into for like four years or five years or something. But it just, I'm a, I'm a little bit hesitant about that show. But I'm, I may just cop a ticket because I don't got, there's not very many more shows left this year because we're already approaching month eight. So there's eight to 12 is not that much time. Um, I actually wanted to see Spite, but they were playing first. In front of Born of Osiris and somebody else, and I'm just not gonna go to that shit. I'll just wait till Spite's on a better tour. Um, hopefully a better tour can roll through with him. Um, you know, I don't know what pops up late in this year. You know, still kind of early to be talking about December or November shows, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. I. I do, like I said, I do got some on the radar, but this is, this, the summer of fucking slaughter of fucking shows has wrapped up. Now we're in the downhill um, parts of the year, so we'll see what comes up. Um, that's it for this episode. Like I said, so that was phenomenal, man. It, nine out of ten. You know what? I kind of wanted to hear Wait and Bleed, but did I care that I didn't see it? No, I'm just thinking about it right now, like, uh, like I would have liked to hear, you know, I want to hear other songs, so maybe I have to come check them out again. Like, you know, when you bump Slipknot, you bump these old, these old metal bands. I mean, they got a hundred songs to choose from. They're only gonna play twelve to fifteen songs. Some songs get left out. I mean, that's why I say don't listen to the band beforehand because you. You're like, damn, I wish they would have played this or, or that. And I'm thinking about it now. Like, I would have wished they played another song. But I, in the heat of the moment, when they're grinding it out on stage and you're in the crowd, I mean, they play, like I said, they play phenomenal, man. It had been, it'd been a, a minute since I'd seen him. And I am totally, um, how do you want to put it? I'm totally satisfied with what I just witnessed, like, totally fucking like fucking like I almost fucking orgasmed just thinking about it <laughs> yeah but anyways that that's it for right now I'm about to hop in give me a drink of water and fucking call it quits cause I'm fucking it's fucking midnight right now um but yeah this was a much better thank god it wasn't as crowded as System of System of Doubt was over loaded with motherfuckers uh, crammed in every nook. And that shit was fucking insane. This Slipknot shit was a lit, like I said, about 30% less capacity. But in overall, it's a better, a little bit better of an experience because it wasn't as stupid crowded. And I think that actually enhanced the show quite a bit. Because it's not fighting over 100,000 bodies. You know, and leaving was 
a million times better. Million. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, guys, I'm out. I'll catch you guys on the next on the next episode. We don't. I don't got. As a matter of fact, we talk about the next episodes. I don't got no fucking movies on the radar. No concerts on the fucking agenda yet. I got nothing coming up as a fucking, you know, like I do shows and fucking movie reviews or whatever. I don't got none of that coming up. So the next couple of weeks, actually, actually, I take that back. I got like two Dodger games coming up. Uh, My Raiders are coming up in November. Those are things that are fucking like penciled in, but those are kind of a ways away. Um, but I don't got no movies or, or concerts. I, I don't really know what movies are coming out the rest of this year. Like, I've seen all the ones I wanted to see. I remember I did fucking three episodes of Godzilla. Uh, but actually, Godzilla comes out on uh, digital download uh, the 13th of August. So I'll be fucking knee-deep in Godzilla fucking lore. And I hope they fucking add in, like, I want them to be some deleted scenes or some concept art. Uh, there's a, there's a massive fuckload of concept, concept art that was pumped out recently and they can just keep it going. Um, but yeah, anyways, I'm out, you guys. I'll, I'll talk to you guys later.